Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the midweek NFL edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and today it feels a little like the Twilight Zone in here for the second time tonight. Uh, joining me, first off, it's a man who wants to see the Bears milk this clock and not give this one away, uh, just for the sake of the Carolina Panthers being the last winless team here. It's Phil, Sportsline Phil. How are you doing this evening? Hey, man, doing great. Uh, things are going good here. Bears up 17-3. to Getting really close to cashing a 14 to 1 on a Thursday night. I, I didn't know that would happen without a race, but here we are. We're in position. Let's make it happen. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, next on the docket, we have a man who's in the pre show referred to the commanders as his commanders. It's Vinny Bagadonuts. Vinny, are those commanders still your commanders after teasing them down to just a pick? Time to make the fucking donuts. Uh, this donut <laughs> might be stale tonight, Maxie. We'll see. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. And uh, finally, rounding out the crew, it's a man who's been wishing to see Bill Belichick cussing on the sideline of Andy's room. It's Arch Stan. Arch, how are you this fine Thursday evening? I'm doing great. What I meant to say was Justin Fields over three touchdowns. That's what I meant to say, not under 0.5. Okay. You did not. Yeah, because you, it was, four, four is no way sustainable. That was all yeah. last week. No, no shot. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, we are obviously making lots of reference here to the Thursday night game that is happening. As we record this podcast live, we are all bearing witness to it in a uh, maybe quasi not so legal manner, but enjoying it nonetheless, uh, trying to catch this. Uh, Phil, we did a podcast earlier today, even, and uh, hopefully a lot of y'all folks caught that because there have been a lot of hits already from that today. Yeah. Yeah, we uh we cashed DJ Moore over receiving yards on uh, I think the third play of the game. So okay. uh, shout out to anybody that listened. A one, we're we're cashing on the first drive. There we go. That's that's the way we like to do it. Now, uh, Vinny, we didn't get to uh, catch your opinions on this one before. How uh, what what were you on going into this game? And uh, right now, is there anything you want to hop on? Uh, I am uh, I, going into the game. Thought it was a nice conservative play to to tease the uh, the Redskins. Is what I'm going to call mm. them until they win again. Uh, tease the Redskins down to a pick'em. Uh, so that's not uh, not looking so sweet. But I think Phil uh, Phil just found a, a plus seven and a half on on the Redskins um, for the rest of the game. So uh, I think he's on that. But um, I, I have to look at uh, the rest of the market here. See if I want to put any. If I want to double down on these. Redskins, I doubt it. The team. <laughs> Breaking news. We just got canceled for calling them the Redskins four times in one one minute segment. Yeah, I don't know if in post production I'm gonna have to pull out the old beeper. We'll see how that ends up going. Uh <laughs> Arch, uh 
this game is a surprise a little bit, I think, to all of us. What uh, are, are you at all deeply surprised that it seems like right now, at least, uh, it looks like um, the Bears are going to uh, look pretty all right right now? Or do you think that they have the propensity to absolutely, uh, you know, pee down their leg and let this one go? Oh, we know they have the propensity, ability, and the desire to pee down their legs at any any particular moment in any particular game. It's not th- that surprising. The Bears are not good, but the Redskins, as Vinny calls them, uh, your words, uh, they are most assuredly not good either. Oh, boy. Man, we are we, we are really uh, pushing to get canceled here tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm digging this. All right. Uh, you know what? You know, Cole Komet is looking so good right now. He could probably pull a pop star as a girlfriend. I'm just that's how good he's looking right now. Go Irish. Go Irish. Go <laughs> Irish. Go Irish. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, it looks like, uh, generally speaking, uh, we're looking pretty good on that uh, Carolina final winless team of the NFL season. Thank you very much, Phil, for alerting all of us to that. If you want to see more of those kinds of picks, you always got to join us in the book club. And speaking of the book club, earlier today, Arch, you posted some very interesting power rankings. And uh, we had a little bit of discussion. There were some internal discussions about that entire thing. So, uh you know, first off, let me pull up the uh, those rankings that you had here. And Arch, tell me a little bit, like, uh, how, how you don't have to sell the secret sauce, but how do you get to this? Because, I mean, obviously, wins don't necessarily play a factor in, uh, in, in how you come to your conclusions here. No, they don't. Wins don't come to factor. I measure, you know, strength of schedule, what, how we think the team is going to look throughout the whole season, hopefully, mm-hmm. based on four games. Uh, you know, I, I do run a lot of stats, but wins and losses never factor into it. And, you know, it, it can be a little bit deceptive, like, you know, um, um, looking at it right now, and this season might be unique. The Seahawks are number nine. The Rams are number 10. But there is a giant chasm between the Seahawks and the Rams. And then the kind of the Rams, the Vikings, the Chargers, the Buccaneers, the Titans are all pretty much in the same boat. Like you could probably jumble those up and, and you know, it really wouldn't matter. Got it. And, you know, uh, there were some, a few other surprises. I mean, obviously, like, uh, like you alluded to right there, Vikings at 11 seems like a surprise. Although, I mean, you speak of this chasm. It, does it just feel like there's a lot of middling, uh, arch? Does it feel like there's just like a lot of middling teams here? And, uh, people can't, kind of haven't shown us their grit or shown us who they are just yet in the season. So, you know, that's, that's where we're at. Is, is that what it feels like? It sure feels like it. Yeah. I, mean, I think if you look at the 49ers, mm-hmm. they I mean, are playing on a different level than everybody else. And then there's everybody else. Yeah, that, uh, that, that's definitely what it appears like. Uh, Phil, tell me about what you think about this list looking at. I know uh, we had some surprises throughout the list, generally speaking. What are your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I, I, I was pretty high on the Seahawks coming into the season, and it's, it's nice to see them you know, as a top 10, top 10 team here. Uh, I think the Cowboys are right where they need to be. Um, it's hard, hard, to, hard to tell, though. I mean, they did lose to the Cardinals. But the Cardinals, like you said, are plucky. So they hung around. And, uh, you know, that that may just be a Cardinals team that could belong in the top half of this list by the end of the season if they continue this trajectory. I hate how the Colts are 27th. Uh, they, they've hung around in quite a few games. Uh, you know, and now with Anthony Richardson back, they, they showed some spunk recovering from a 23 nothing deficit last weekend. So I like the Colts. I, I think they're probably a little bit better than the Texans. They're certainly better than the Steelers and definitely better than the Falcons. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go to war and I'm not going to bring a pitchfork to Arch's house, but I think the Colts are a little too low. I see. I, I you know, you got to give Anthony Richardson when he's on the field. He does absolutely uh, seem like a, a boomer bust game changer for that team and can, can absolutely uh, manufacture 
some wins out of it. He, he did everything he could uh, to manufacture that win this last Sunday. Uh, now, Vinny Bag of Donuts, uh, did you have a chance to take a look at this list at all? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, I, I was kind of surprised that Ravens weren't higher. Um, you know, this is uh, was going to be a, a top ten defense heading into the end of the season. I think they're they're there now. They're within. They're well within that actually. Uh, and, and Lamar looks good in this this offense. He's he's really grasping it nicely. Uh, so I, I expect them to be a little bit higher. But I I, uh, I also think the the Chargers might be a little uh, overrated there uh, above a couple teams like the Browns, uh, even the Jaguars. Uh, but all in all, it's not, it's not bad. I see the, it's uh, not bad. yeah, I see well, the bears are, are there at first place. Yeah. Oh, that's 30 <laughs> second. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bears, bears down there at 30 seconds. And by the way, uh, you know, for those who are not uh, visually partaking in this, I realize uh, the list itself, just to give you like a kind of top 12 and where the chasm cuts off. Uh, you have 49ers, one bills, two Eagles, three Cowboys, four chiefs, five dolphins, six, Ravens are seven, Lions are eight, Seahawks nine, and then the cutoff of the true chasm there, where it's Rams, Vikings, Chargers, Buccaneers, Titans, Saints, Browns, Jaguars, you know, that's down the list. So it does it does feel like it gets very, very muddy in that zone. Uh, you know, maybe we'll have some kind of fun matchups to look forward to uh, this next week looking at that. Uh, I know one that stuck out to me uh, involves one of those teams that was Crack the top 10, and it's actually in the premier feline matchup of the week between the Lions <laughs> and the Panthers. Uh, so looking at that one, uh, I, you know, I'm seeing the Panthers here. They're catching it. Uh, there's a rogue 10 and a half out there at uh, Bet Rivers. It's a little juicy, but that's not oh. a PI. No, no, it's not. It, that it's that not, wasn't it, past interference. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you're okay. Sorry, sorry. You're uh, you're going off on this game here. All right. Uh, no, I'm looking at the Panthers and Lions though right now uh, in this matchup, and uh, Panthers getting plus ten and a half. It seems like kind of a lot of points. Do we do we fully trust the Lions? They they have done a good job of taking care of business against uh, some bad teams uh, against Air, Airza, uh Sorry, um, against the Packers just last week, and then uh, before that against uh, Desmond Ritter and those not so great Falcons. So. Uh, Looking at this matchup, do we trust the Lions to be able to cover that 10, 10 and a half? Or uh, do I need to be talked off the ledge and feel like these Lions can be actual world beaters and cover that number? Uh, Vinny, let me start with you. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, yeah, I mean, Bryce Young starting, right, Phil? Is that, is that confirmed? So they'll be... Uh... Yeah, that was, that was my question as well. Um, but yeah, he's, he's playing. So I think that's, that's a hint as to where I'm going. I already, yeah, I was just, you know, priming the pump, baby, priming the pump. That's, that's where I'm headed, uh, Max. Yeah, they, I think they cover. I think they cover, uh, handily. I think Hutchison eats Bryce's, uh, head for lunch, uh, around the edge there. And, um, yeah, I, that's just, uh, it's a bad team. And I can't wait to cash on that Panthers ticket. Absolutely. Uh, Phil, looking at this, you know, the, the premier feline matchup of the week, what are your thoughts on this one? <laughs> We're fading the Panthers. Um, Detroit's defensive line will absolutely maul the uh, Carolina offensive line and vice versa. Um, D- Detroit is just stronger all over the field. It's a complete mismatch. It's going to be a bloodbath. Bryce Young is 30th in the league in passer rating. He's terrible. They won't be able to run the ball with, with Miles Sanders. Um, Adam Thielen, maybe we'll, we'll be looking at another over receptions prop uh, for him in the slot. But that's it. That that's the only silver lining to this shit cloud. Give me Detroit. You can have all the points you want. <laughs> oh boy. Hell yeah! oh. All right, Arch. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? 
Actually, I can't believe it. I agree with them. Uh, the ten and a half for ten. Oh, God. It's too many. It's too many points. Or not enough. Not enough points. Uh, too, it's too many points for the uh, the um, Panthers to cover. I should say. When it gets up to ten and a half, though, I may start to get cold feet. When it hits eleven, by the time kickoff happens, I, I, I probably can't do it. Oh, do you think this line's going to get uh, better for the Panthers? I think so. I do think so. I think everybody in the world wants a piece of Detroit at this because everyone knows how bad Carolina is. Got it. Got it. And hypothetically, let's say Andy Dalton starts this game. Do we think that the uh, the Panthers have a better chance of uh, covering that 10? Would you like to have that 10 with Dalton in there or, uh, you know, Art starting with you? Would you would that change your mind at all? No, not really. <laughs> Still take the 10. <laughs> or Phil, how about you? Dalton, uh, t- it t- might t- change t- my mind, but it, I, I don't. I don't think there's any chance Dalton starts. I, I think this is Bryce Young's right. team uh, this week, so I'll uh, I'll be there on on Saturday night, Sunday morning to bet this thing and um, be really, really happy about it. And be and be really, really happy about it. Well, you know, uh, Phil, w- one more thing that you may want to be happy about is I, I see your Colts here are getting uh, two and a half points this coming Sunday against the Titans at home. What do you think about that? Do you do you like the Colts here? Are you uh, are you looking at that right now? I know you have uh, the, uh, the the Friday show tomorrow to kind of give the final picks, but have you eyed that one at all yet? Um, I haven't really deep taken a deep dive into it. I think Ryan Tannehill is awful, and Tennessee <laughs> probably needs to pull the plug on that experiment. But you know, <laughs> who, who knows if they know what they have in the quarterback room because um, Malik Willis he stinks. Uh, the kid they took this year. I mean, uh, if you had anything, he'd probably be starting already. But Tannehill is terrible. And I, I think that Steichen, the offense runs a lot better when they run that up-tempo and sort of take the take the leash off of Anthony Richardson. So hopefully they can start that from quarter number one from opening kickoff and let him do his thing because uh, oh. he, he, was, he was a smooth operator, you know, in that second half against the Rams. Absolutely. Uh, Vinny, have you have you taken a look at this one for next week yet or for this coming Sunday? Not too deeply. I mean, last week was a was a classic Titan uh, game and a nice Derek and Derek Henry even threw for a touchdown. That was interesting. I guess that wasn't there was nothing classic about that, but that was that was fun to watch. Um, Yeah, I mean, this was a team that I thought would cover the week before they let me down. I want to I want to back them again. I, I feel I feel that way about a lot of teams. So far this year, there's so much variability. There's there's just a lack of identity across half the league. Uh, that's just really frustrating. Word. Well, you know, uh, thinking about the part of the league that is identifiable, at least by you right now, what is a team that you maybe trust? Is are there any teams that you trust right now, or that you know, on a week to week basis, you feel like you can uh, judge on a match uh, uh, their matchups? Um, I mean, I, I'm obviously I'm, I'm a I'm an Eagles fan, right? So I feel pretty, pretty, uh, pretty close to them. I, I actually don't like their spot this week, mm. uh, traveling to LA. Um, you know, against a, a team that's surprisingly good, against a team that um, you know throws a lot of motion at you, throws a lot of uh, you know unique plays, has a has a surprisingly good receiver room right now, and that is the Eagles' we- biggest weakness. Um, but yeah, I, I think the birds. The birds I can kind of I have a good beat on. I feel good about uh, who the Bills are. Um, I you know I think I'm pretty pretty confident in who the Ravens are and who the Jags could become. Um, but man, there's just a lot of uncertainty. 
There is a lot of uncertainty out there. And you know what? Uh, speaking of uncertainty, that line that you were talking about, Eagles-Rams, that is a strange line, that four, four and a half. You can catch Rams plus four and a half at home. Arch, I know uh, you like to eat lunch in that four and a half, five and a half, uh, you know, dead man zone over there. Uh, is this one catching your eye at all? Do you think that that's like, uh, you know, uh, like red flags up with this weird number? Because, I mean, are, are the Rams actually only four and a half points better than the Eagles? Uh, you would think not, but yeah, it definitely stinks to high heavens. I, I, when something stinks, I want a piece of it. I, I want a piece of the Rams here because something's not right. Absolutely. Phil, what, what do you think about this one? Just looking at this one right now. Um, I kind of, I kind of lean to the Rams. Uh, Matt Stafford's playing really well. Pukunukua is, you know, just continues to be just a, a black hole for catches. I mean, he, everything goes his way. He catches Kyron Williams. It, another go Irish uh, is a force on the ground. I think this Rams team knows what they want to do and, and they do it pretty well. So uh, surprise they're They're not terrible. Like Vince said, it, it's sort of a sort of a tough week and, and tough spot for the Eagles. So I'd be very, very comfortable taking the four and a half. Absolutely. And uh, Vince, I mean, you know, you kind of mentioned the homerism that may play into your pick a little bit here, but are, are, do you want a piece of those Rams too? You like that stinky four and a half uh, on the Rams side or uh, are, do you bleed so much Eagles that you just we're only betting Eagles if we're betting anything? Listen, I was going to save it for tomorrow, but uh, God, I'm on the Rams. I'm on the Rams. <laughs> I had to, I had to call it out of you. I, I, I just had to pull it out of you. That is, that is a, uh, a, a stinky uh, as poo line, if you will. Um, you're, you know, okay, well, you're not an ex-con, and you're betting the Rams. Are you really an Eagles fan? <laughs> uh, here, I can prove it. I can show you this replica Super Bowl uh, ring here that I got from a from a Wildwood, New Jersey arcade, right there. <laughs> nice, nice. You know what? Those are, those are the kinds of props that we need here. These we need a lot of visual aids here, and that is a, a hell of a gorgeous one. <laughs> we need a we need a nerd alert siren that I could have just pressed. Yeah, actually, what games were you playing at that arcade, Vince? Just the uh, first game you played. What was it? I have a first of all, I have a nine year old. Okay, so it's it can be explained. Okay, and this requires um, no sex, <laughs> no sex at all. <laughs> I don't even. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I. I'm not quite sure. I mean, I know how that plays into having a nine-year-old. <laughs> Goodness. All right. Um, okay. Folks, wrong button. You know what hurts the most is the the lack of respect. <laughs> I just love except the for the other thing that hurts the most, but the lack of respect hurts the second most. <laughs> just. Launching I guess we're all fully, the buds here. fully exploring the Norm Macdonald soundboard tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is if uh, Norm Macdonald AI wrote the rest of our podcast midway through. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, talking about some of those stinky lines, Jaguars, Bills, five and a half. Jaguars, five and a half on the road. Does that feel stinky? I'm just looking at that right now. Uh, Arch, stink alert. Yeah, to a degree. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of backing the Bills a little bit here. I think they win by about, you know, six, six and a half in, in that range. So I think five and a half is uh, weird, but uh, I'm going to take it. Did you, do you think that they went out of their way to spank the Dolphins last week and show them like, uh, listen, we saw what you did. We saw what you did against the Broncos. Listen, we're, we're, we're the class of the division. Do you think that was my kind whole, of what it was? My whole NFL theory 
just kind of is built on the idea that it, when a team does really well, they don't listen to the coaches at practice. They don't pay attention to meetings the following week, and then they get thumped. Mm. So mm. That, I think that's what happened. I don't mind that theory right there. Phil, what do you think about that theory? Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense. If I was playing amateur psychologist, then that, that, that would make sense. Uh, and for what it's worth, I'm on Buffalo here as well. Kind of, kind of weird, you know. Jacksonville playing another game in London. They stayed over in the week. Kind of, kind of strange. They had to change hotels because the Buffalo Bills were actually going into that that hotel as well. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Jacksonville's kind of oh. sitting there, sitting there waiting for them in London. Uh, but I think Buffalo's got it, got it figured out here. Uh, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to be in a hurry to back Jacksonville because of the four and trend now. Um, but who did they really beat Devin Ritter? I mean, that's not an NFL quarterback. That's a, that's a USFL quarterback in a couple of weeks. So, um, I, I, I'd like Buffalo here, uh, uh, just an absolute ton. Kick them out of their house, kick them out of their house and made them go somewhere else. That's correct. Oofta. Oofta. All right. And Vinny bag of donuts, looking at that bright and early Jaguars bills matchup. Maybe you, you could tell me where you want to lean. You don't have to sell the whole uh, ship. If you, if you're trying to save something for tomorrow's podcast, but you know, who, who are you betting on in Andy's room or who are you leaning on in Andy's room? I should ask. Let me, let me put it this way. I did not know that they got, uh, they left their own hotel that they checked into first and let the bills check in. Um, I think that might be, uh, just a perfect, um, tease for what I think is going to happen and the Jaguars feeling a little too uh, much at home in London. Like they can just, uh, you know, just bounce around hotel to hotel and give up their home. Uh, I, I'm on the bills. I, 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 I'm digging that. That's, you know, it's just such an interesting number. And, you know, we had talked a little bit also about this before. Uh, the Sunday, or uh, on, on the Sunday show, we talked a little bit about how this broadcast is the, uh, there are the from Andy's room versions, the Toy Story one, and Arch uh, I, I made reference in the intro. You want to see, uh, you know, this this be a little bit more everything. You know, have them have incorporate all of the players. Right. I, I want to see everything. I want to see all the NFL highlights done as, as Toy Story moments. Exactly. Right. I, I, I want to. <laughs> I want to see Joe Theismann's leg getting broke. Toy Story styles. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just getting sick. Of, like thinking about you know the leg falling off like a GI Joe or you know that. Twenty seven <laughs> to three. Now I'm closing the stream. Oh man! Touchdown, Irish Cole Komet. Yep. Gosh, you know the Titans could probably pick up Sam Howell here in a few weeks. <laughs> that might be an option. <laughs> oh my well, goodness! Where are we going next, Saxy? I mean, uh, you know, th- those were the games that really stood out to me. The big, the big old number in that uh, uh, the uh, Panthers Lions game was the one that I really kind of wanted to chat, chat about. Uh, Giants Dolphins. I mean. Uh, the number is at 11 and a half, 12 and a half. You know, you can get Giants uh, plus 11 and a half or Dolphins minus 12 pretty much is where it's at. That's that's the other crazy big line that I'm seeing on the board right now. Uh, Phil, what are you thinking about that line? Is is there anything that stands out about that? I mean, the Giants looked absolutely horrible on Monday Night Football. And a short week going to Miami, this is not a great spot for them. But that number feels really big. Uh, it does. Um I have no idea what to do with this game. I initially would lean with the Dolphins just because it's such a bad spot for the Giants. You know, short week, like you said, traveling. Um, but it might be good for them to get out of New York because I'm sure the press is beating the shit out of them. So uh, I, I would probably lean Dolphins here, but that's not the best spot of the week. I, I, I've got no interest in that game. I hear it. Maybe they'll catch some snowbird love down there in Miami. Uh, Vince, 
anything you're looking at in this one? Any sides you're leaning on? Uh, or is this going to be one of those games where uh, the Dolphins are just way more fit and way better than that Giants team? Um, I, I'm, I don't really have an opinion on this one. I think I don't know what Saquon's status is, but I don't know. Maybe there could be a, a little value if he's starting, but I, I don't know what kind of uh, shape he's going to be in. I got any arch any uh any munching on this big value right here no no I mean I, I I'd lean the dolphins like everybody else but man I I, I this is too many points I mean the Giants are capable of, of not covering the spread easily they have a non-viable offensive line this it, it is, does, yeah. does not exist yeah do, do, do we blame Daniel Jones? Was he worth that contract in the offseason? Or can we not even judge that right now, Arch, based on the, uh, the what we're getting out of him? It doesn't matter who you sign. No one. This is not a starting offensive line in the NFL. It doesn't matter what you have, who you have. I hear. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's Daniel Jones's fault. They put a briefcase full of money in front of him. I mean, I, I would say yes to that, too. But. You know, yeah. a big contract really hurts your ability to sign other players and, and build that way. So, yeah, him taking the money hurt the, the franchise long term. But Daniel Jones, I, I would take the money, too. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Giants, sure. making, Giants making the playoffs in the first year of a rebuild. Did that hurt them? Probably. Did that fuck them up? Mm. I'm, I'm sure there's some pressure to bring back Jones and Saquon and, and all those pieces that you know, I, I guess put them in the playoffs when really it was just luck. Yeah. I mean, Vinny, what are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I think that Phil said it well. I think, you know, that's, uh, it was unexpected and they did, they look around the league and there's, you know, there's not exactly a bunch of starting quarterbacks just ready to, to sign. Right. So, uh, you got a guy that just took you there. You might as well give him a bag of money. I mean, you know, I guess it's kind of like trust the process versus uh, always be strong or always be uh, be there. Don't don't uh, rebuild, reload, you know, which is something that uh, uh, for me is kind of difficult to deal with, because as a Vikings fan, it feels like the team will have down years, but doesn't have many down years in a row where we can just like accumulate draft picks and things like that. So, you know, having a team like the Giants last year, for instance, uh, get into the playoffs, maybe a little bit ahead of schedule. Uh, I think that that does kind of hurt the team's development overall as a, as an organization. That's it's an interesting thought though, because you know you want to see a, a a a team building and moving and, and looking good on a year to year basis. You know, uh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. So it's 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 hard to say. Like you know, you want to have like three dumpy years. Is is that trust the process? Like let's let's trust the process, and and we know that that uh, it, it, it's going to come home one day. Do we know that? <laughs> you know, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the worst place to be in the NFL is in the middle. You know, you either want to be really good or really bad. I mean, there's there's in between is 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 a tough place to be. Um, you know, longevity wise. But who wants to talk about the Giants? Nobody's tuning in to hear that. Uh, let's talk about the Bengals and Cards, Arch. I, I'm okay. I'm sure you have a feeling on this game. Joe Burrow looks like crap. Uh, the Bengals offense really sputtering against a plucky Cardinal squad. I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this game. The three right now at three. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I kind of like the Bengals here. <laughs> I, I think people are jumping ship off the Bengals left, right and center, and people are grabbing the plucky Cardinals. I don't think we're getting a legit line. I think, I think Bengals surprise and, and cover the three on this one. Man, that, that, that does feel uh, like a stinky number, but 
the Bengals are, are a team that we've trusted in years past. Do, do, do we continue to trust them? My heart says yes in the Bengals at that minus three. Uh, Bill, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I kind of like the Bengals here. Um, I, th- I think it's probably a little bit of an over overcorrection in the market. The Cardinals are four and zero ATS. Uh, you know, and, and Joe Burrow has looked like crap. Uh, he, he can't really push off that back leg. The offense doesn't look great, but he has declared it a must win. So, in Joe Burrow, I trust. I'll lay the three on the road with the Bengals. And Vinny Bag of Donuts. Any thoughts on this one? I mean, I'll play contrarian just because everyone's on on the Bengals, and I've been against uh, Joe Burrow and, and thought he looked bad since preseason, and just had a big, you know, big old question mark why they were even putting him in uh, to practices back then. Um, but I don't know exactly. <laughs> um, and you know what? It's a must win. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of pressure on Joe. Sounds like he might p- try to do a little bit too much. Sounds like he might blow a calf out. Sounds like the Cardinals might just cover. Ooh. Man, well, well, the Cardinals have found a way. They they've kind of found a way to cover, except for last week when I bet on them. They've 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 yeah. they, they've sort of sneakily been able to do that pretty well. Uh, even so, at a three, at an even three, I feel like the Bengals can cover that. Even even on the road, even even in the uh, uh you know the loud Redbird territory, I guess whatever in Arizona. Uh, I, I heard a little uh, – speaking of birds, I heard a little bird that maybe wanted to talk about the Saints and Pats here. Uh, uh, Phil, let me throw it over to you. Uh, looking at the Saints and Pats game, what are your thoughts on this one? It looks like uh, you, you can get currently – it may be moving to a pick There's a pick over at Caesars, but otherwise you can get uh, plus one on the Saints or plus one on the Patriots. I guess the books are split here. Yeah, I don't want any part of the side. I like the total. The Saints have played, I think, 4,128 straight unders. So I'm going to get on the under here of the 39 and a half. The Patriots offense looked absolutely terrible. Mac Jones is lost, you know. Uh, So the Saints offense has an embarrassment of riches with Chris Olave and Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, and they still can't score the football. Um, Alvin Kamara actually just set an NFL record this, this weekend. I don't know if you guys saw this or or whatnot, but he had 13 catches and the lowest recorded, uh, you know, receiving yards with 13 <laughs> catches was in the mid seventies. Now it's 33. So Whoa. he had a, uh, a rough day, uh, you know, trying to find some space. This offense is broken for the saints, you know, and I, I'm, I'm a big saints fan. I got a lot of future, uh, you know, money tied up with them, but they just can't score the football. Neither can the Pats. I like the under 39 and a half. Ooh, man, that is that is a dangerously low number, but I know you love to live dangerously, Phil. So uh, I like the root against human achievement. Listen, well, and I know one of your favorite phrases, Phil. This is stealing directly out of uh, your handbook, but the under it's it's always good until it isn't, right? Bingo! And this one's going to be good for the full sixty minutes. Ugh. All right, I like I like the I like the sounds of that Vinny bag of donuts. Are you looking at anything in this matchup or this total? You got any thoughts on that thirty nine and a half? Um, yeah, I like, I like the under, that's a decent, uh, I think that's a decent play. I think it's very interesting. I was just looking at Mac Jones, uh, passing attempts. Uh, I remember the, the Philly, the Eagles game. I thought, man, he, he asked for the ball. He asked to throw the ball downfield last year. And here we are 54 attempts against the Eagles since then 42 attempts, 29 attempts, 21 attempts. Um, looks like we're about to see an attempt to get off the bench. If he doesn't uh, stop throwing interceptions, so yeah, a couple good plays there, and maybe, maybe 
a la Zach uh, Wilson that didn't play out last week, Phil, in the second half. Maybe we look at some Mac Jones unders for the second half after he gets benched. Zappy hour. <laughs> oh, my it's God. Zappy hour, baby. Woo! Zappy hour. Oh, my God. Arch, uh, you, yeah! got any thoughts? you got any thoughts on this matchup? Are you uh, are you buying into it maybe becoming Zappy hour uh, uh, in Gillette Stadium this Sunday? I don't know. I don't know how you fix this. I mean, Mac just looks... He's a bust now, right? I mean, we can offic- do we officially say he is a bust now? He's got a, I mean, he's got a real offensive coordinator. I mean, Bill O'Brien. He, he presumably he is an offensive coordinator. He's an adult. Yeah, he's an adult. Yeah, he's not the fucking idiot defensive coordinator pretending to be offensive coordinator. I don't want a piece of this game at all, though, man. Jesus Christ, you hate you like rooting against human achievement. Well, I can't imagine a better matchup than Derek fucking Carr and Mac Jones. <laughs> I got one of those. uh one of those split jerseys. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the one that's sewn together. It's half Derek Carr, half Mac Jones. It it's a race. Good. It's a race to the bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds, sounds like a very unique uh, parent or someone who's wearing that jersey over there, Phil. Uh, all right. You know, I think that that's all pretty much that I'm looking at uh, ahead of this Sunday's stuff. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, boys. Anything y'all looking at? Yes? No? And this requires no sex. <laughs> All right, well, that's I'm a taking thumb that officially. <laughs> this is that's some kind of thumb right there. Well, uh, homies, I think that's all we got for you this evening. So you can follow us on the podcast on the Instagram page at backdoor.bets on our Twitter at backdoor scene, where we've got all kinds of sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week. Watch us on Twitch at backdoor bets. You can join the book club at everyonehateswens.com. And until next week, you stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.